The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond! Beyond! Mm. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> you returned? That's a you. Whatever. What's Dead up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 222. <gasps> this is not the mark of the beast, they call it. Nope. <laughs> now, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. And, joining us for the first time in forever... The Laughing Man, Sam Bishop. <laughs> What's up, guys? Not much. Sam Bishop. Here. How the hell are you? Doing well, man. You made an appearance on Podcast Beyond 200. Yes. We are, we are yeah. privileged to have your company. I was, I was very thankful for the, the, uh, the invite. That now was, you're here for awesome. a real show. Believe it or not, though, some kids just finding us. So they might not know your long history with Podcast Beyond. A, a oh, regular man. contributor for a good 50 to 70 to 80 episodes somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah uh, who years. are you? What do you do? Uh, I'm the editor-in-chief of TotalPlayStation.com, but uh, many, many moons ago, I was doing stuff uh, here at IGN, actually, way back in 99. So, yeah. Man! So, and ever since, it's, it's been... before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of our, uh, probably most of our listeners, yeah. yes. Long before then, long before then. Yeah. We're, so, we're privileged to have you back. Oh, man, I'm, I'm honored that you guys uh, would have me. What, what have you been thinking about the land of PlayStation lately? It's been it's been tumultuous. It has been very interesting. I I guess I, I don't really... We're cussing again, right? Oh yeah, we, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, fucking okay. cuss left and right. I, I don't give a shit anymore about sales or any of that stuff. Yeah. As long as the games actually show up, then that's yeah. that's all I really care about. So, uh, you know, stuff like the Vita happening in, in Japan and how it's doing, and you know, the supposed half million sales that it's had or whatever. Yeah, fine. Yeah, but all I really care about is if there's games coming, and there's a lot of games coming. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of games we're gonna talk about today, Colin. Oh, man. Oh, man. It does me good to see you, Sam Bishop. Oh, thank you. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. Yeah. You're always a, you so a boost of morale Aww. to our ever darkening world. <laughs> I know. Uh, Ryan Clement's still doing his civic duty of jury duty that he couldn't get out of. Apparently, I don't know. Duty. He was supposed to let me know. He was supposed to let me know. Uh, he has not touched base recently. No. He said if he wasn't here by eleven, go on without him. It's now. 11 He's being held in contempt because I was texting like a like a while. Man, uh, Why are you with, me? Yeah, no, no, like I, I was stuck on the train getting out here. Yeah, yeah. of course, there's this huge invandalay. Like, oh, I don't in, believe it on, Mo- on Muni. I know, <laughs> no I know, way. And only when you need to get somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Uh, so I sent him like probably like, three or four messages. Like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm almost, I'm moving again. The, 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 the judge is just batoning him over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he gets. He's just being beaten <laughs> by yeah. cops. Well. <laughs> In Ryan's memory, it's time to begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Yes, nice. There yes. is a, it's a you'd throwback. Be you'd be surprised how many people writing asking for that to come back. Really? Time for some boobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <good laughs> so you did it, Sam. It was just I wasn't even thinking about this it. This is like this is like circa mind. episode one twenty two. All right. <laughs> By the way, you said episode you said episode two twenty two. We're a third of the way to the to the mark of the beast. 
uh, instead, as opposed to being the mark of the beast. Well, no, we're not a third of the way. Cause then yeah, they, then it would yeah, be 666. 33. Oh, I thought you meant half. Mathematics. Math no, nope, hard. When I said a third, I meant a third, not a half. Or like Marco. <laughs> then you got huh, and then beast. Yep. Huh. Um, <laughs> there are 15. Uh, Jeez, Louise. What? That's a lot of news stories. I'm, I, thought, 15, I was riffing yeah. as if you hadn't already told me it was a long there, report, there are, there are 15, yeah. Knows. Uh, we'll be quick, though, because we have a good talk this week. Number And these are in no order. So no particular order. So, Sam, they're not more important if they're at the top they're than they're at the bottom. Sure. No, I just kind of click on things. That's and probably then, how it happens, Yeah, then not no, this there's, time. There's no top it's story too, in this. It's too unwieldy this week, so it's just whatever happened. No particular place to go. Uh... Mod Nation Racers Road Trip will not support online competitive play on PlayStation Vita. Boo. As revealed in a live chat on the PlayStation blog, Road Trip will only support asynchronous online play, meaning best lap times, ghost mode, etc. You'll still be able to play ad hoc multiplayer and share your creations online via Wi-Fi and 3G. This hurts my feelings, but it doesn't crush them. Everybody knows Mod Nation Racers, my most anticipated launch game, maybe right behind Luminous. But it's right there at the top of my list, and I'm not totally upset by this because it does what I want mario kart 7 to do i like mario kart 7 i'm playing the hell out of mario kart 7 i am not playing online though that's not i don't really want to do that i do however want to look at audrey's lap time and go and beat her lap time so being able to share those is fine with me like right. I, I don't get me wrong huge misstep i don't understand why they didn't do this we always talk about this why isn't there online playing these games kind of lazy whatever but well, why that, that, was, that was such an issue with psp games you know that, always ad hoc exactly yeah. exactly never infrastructure i mean and if so, you go and look at the top 25 list of psp games we put up uh, late last month yeah uh, and a bunch of them we call out like metal or not metal gear because i didn't have it either resistance retribution for having infrastructure and how this was a huge deal and how it made yeah. clans and how it made it feel like a real experience yep. and like here we are right back to where we started yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, what I'm, you know, I'm not a huge online fan. I'm not a huge Mod Nation Racers fan. Although I played, the, I, I played the game on Vita many times, and and it's it's good. Yeah, uh, it's really good. You and I are going to be playing that on Muni together. Oh yeah, we'll play yeah. ad hoc. Yeah, play uh, through the wall in our in our house. We yeah, we can do that. Yeah. But uh, what I'm what I'm what I'm frustrated with is just the seeming uh, this this trend about Sony holding their cards close to their chest until the very last second about all yeah. sorts of things. Always with bad news. Yeah, it's always with bad news. They did it a bunch of times with Vita with the memory cards, with the pricing, uh, with uh, PSN tethering, with all those things. They just yeah, like met, yeah. battery life, whatever. They just kept it close to the chest. And now this game comes out in like a month. And then we find out you can't play it on the line. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, I have it on fairly good authority oh, that, go. that it wasn't necessarily uh, SEEA's fault. They what? just kind of didn't know. Just the like lack of information. Oh, no, I totally feel uh, like, told yeah, Somebody has to deal with SCEA yeah, and all yeah. this stuff. It's always like, we're waiting on Japan to yeah, tell okay, us what's okay, going okay, on. Because, okay, yeah, yeah, like, it, so. Sony, yeah, I don't know. It, I don't, it doesn't reflect out to outward-facing, you know, just Joe Blow Gamer. Oh, no, of course but they're, they're very siloed, right? There's yeah. SCEA, yep. there's SCEE for Europe, yep. and then SCEJ for Japan. And they all kind of work in their own things. And yeah, that's what... very it, little crosstalk. When you're dealing with us, who's, you know, IGN, and we're international, and it gets to be such a headache trying to deal with different PR people and trying to figure out what is happening, where it's happening, and then get the right information on what game is going to... And, like, oh, hold on. We're a conversational podcast, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Someone wrote in, but I didn't even have a chance to highlight. It's been a very busy morning. I don't know if you know that, It has been crazy. Yeah, it's been been a little little nutty. Some exciting things going on here, though. Yeah, lots of exciting stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a gross story. Um... Well, fuck. I wanna, somebody wrote in, and I'll find it later. And they said, you know, I saw Scott Lowe review the Japanese Vita. That's cool. Are you guys reviewing the Japanese games? And the answer is no, we're not, mm-hmm. because we can't re- speak Japanese. And the Japanese Vita, I can't. Can you? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can get around in the Japanese. Once you go into the Japanese Vita, you can set it to English, and then you're pretty much set. Yeah. Right? You know what yeah. you're doing. You can test download speeds and get around. Uh, we For the few menus you need to do, like I've done in uh, videos here on the Vita.IGN.com wiki, 
I have somebody who can read the little bit of Japanese I need. That's easy. You can see the system. You can do it. I can. I have no idea what the hell is happening in Katamari. I yeah, know I'm yeah. trying to get pieces of candy, but I have not seen these candies. <laughs> I don't know where they're hiding. So, no. Games, no. But the system itself, specs, how it feels, how it plays, sure. Right. I forget how I got there. Oh, because you're talking about games and... Whatever. We're talking about video games. And how siloed everything oh, is. Oh, wait. Yes, vi- yes, yes, video yes. games. Yeah, video games. Oh, oh okay. I, I, I it's, it's rare. We got into it right away. Usually there's like 15 minutes in the beginning about abortions or something. We are the, the number one hypothetical abortion podcast on the internet. Speaking of, by one of our fans. Speaking of abortions, Amy has been delayed on the North American PlayStation oh, Network oh, for one week to fix a pricing discrepancy between the XBLA and PSN versions. Consider this a blessing in disguise since Amy is one of the worst games I've ever played. Oh. What'd you give it, Carl? A two. Oh, my god. The gosh. lowest score I've ever given anything. Wow! Everyone should go abysmal. And, and here I was that. just about to say, oh, those guys were pretty cool though about the whole like uh, uh, pricing thing. They put it up to the, the community. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. What but, do you think? What do you, what do you think it should be? Okay, ten bucks, fine. Let's do it. But I was Greg and I were talking like, why? <laughs> why is this happening only to this developer? Well, how many European developers are, are putting games on the PlayStation Network? And it's like, well, there's there's pricing differences and and, and also it's like what what yeah. like like I don't know. There's a lot of European developers that don't have this this problem. So I, I think it's actually a kind of a slick way to market their game. By, of course, and and that's cool. That was yeah, that was very smart. Yeah, but I guess. it's disappointing because Amy is horrible. That's too bad. That really is. <laughs> I, I saw D three for like maybe uh, I don't know fifteen minutes, and you know what? I, I love like smaller developers. They you know, I just I, they're always hungry. They, they're oh, really yeah. appreciative of any coverage you give them, that kind of stuff. So it was just one dude sitting there. It was that and Red Johnson's Chronicles and something else. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he just had a laptop and a debug and a little monitor, and it was literally just a. a Tiny little desk, probably about you know two or three feet wide. He was just there and really appreciative of stuff. And I was like, oh, well, the technology looks nice for for sure. I mean, uh, like uh, you know, I love PSN games and, and definitely I'm a PSN evangelist and and we review as much as we can on PSN. And with all of the great games that came out, especially this fall and this summer, you know, yeah. Rochard and yeah. and Sideway and Payday and and all these games. Like, there's so many. Like like I said in my review, you could literally download almost any game on the PlayStation Network and it'll be better than Amy. And and I, I like I can't I really can't think off the top of my head of a game that's worse than Amy. That I've played recently. Like, the game that came up was uh, Leisure Suit Larry Box Office Bust, which I got a platinum trophy in, meaning that I could actually play the game, you know, which was a step above Amy, which was virtually unplayable. Of course, Podcast Beyond is a conversational podcast. If you have a question about a burning topic, send it to beyond at IGN.com, just like Sammy Boy did. Sammy writes in and says, I'm an avid fan of the caliber of writing at IGN. Yesterday's Collins Amy, yesterday, Collins Amy review was astounding. He's not a fan of the, the eloquent reading. That's no, not his thing. No. The, the, the written word on IGN Dynamite, not on the podcast. Yesterday, Collins Amy review was astounding. The article was eloquent in its very own visceral, destructive manner. <laughs> I didn't realize one could destroy such a game with such poise. In general, when assigning a low score to a game, do you guys try to remain optimistic or pessimistic? Have there been any games that gave you trouble giving a low score to? Beyond, same. Well, thank you for the kind words. Uh, in my opinion, well, like I said, that's the lowest score I've ever given a game. I've given bad scores to games before. Uh, our, our duty is to inform the reader and save you money if necessary. Mm-hmm. Or tell yeah. you to spend that money that you work so hard for. So that's all I really care about. Uh... You know, I wanted Amy to be good. I thought Amy was intriguing. I mean, Greg and I had talked about it. It's on the PlayStation blog every so often. And I'm like, oh, this game looks kind of cool. But I had never played it. And 10 or 15 minutes into the game, I was like, oh, I don't know. And I I spent about, you know, know, a dozen hours with the game. And I just couldn't take anymore. I like, like, I got to the point like yesterday after I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Uh, it's, it, enough's enough. Yeah. Everyone around me, everyone around me, I knew I was like screaming at the TV for two days. I was punching my desk. I was like yelling. It, it's just one of those things where it was just a, it, it ruined like half of my week. 
I think coming into any game, we're optimistic, right? Because you figure if I'm going to spend a dozen hours with something, I want to have fun with it. Yeah, I exactly. want to enjoy it. And no, like, that doesn't weigh in the review, of course, like where I'm like, I want to have a good time and this game sucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to sit there and talk about what you liked and didn't, but yeah, no, no. If, you, if you're, if you're totally pessimistic about stuff, you're, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. You're not going to be enjoying your job. If you look at every game, you're like, Alice, oh, this is, is going to be terrible. Blah, blah, mm. blah. Yeah. A couple of games, you know, you kind of, you get a whiff of that, yeah, 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 you know, before you start cracking the plastic open. But yeah, uh, by and large, I think it's, I don't know about you guys, but I tend to sort of, okay, everything starts at a five. And then you know when it, if it's that's average, whatever keeps at that average stays keeps it at the five. Yeah. But there's some really bad things that take away from it, then it starts dipping lower. If there's stuff that you know is genuinely decent, uh, then it starts ticking back up. Yeah. And most games, more often than not, are better than you know they're completely basic. They have at least one or two redeeming qualities that either offset the the crappy parts or or don't. Yeah, and that's where you get. Yeah, everybody does it different. Yeah. I think when I'm trying to play, I don't try to think of scores. No, I, no, I think, no, no, no. I, yeah, at yeah. the end when I'm, I have to sit down and write before I'll tell you right. what I think I'm going to give this game. Okay. I often it's it's funny like when I play a game, often I'm sh- I'm, I'm just sh- you know knowing our rubric, I'm struck with the score. You know, like it mm-hmm. kind of just hits me like yeah. knowing how we Do score games, divine? knowing it is a little bit of divine, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, just knowing how we score games, knowing what our rubric says, knowing how I feel about games and my own personal taste, or whatever. Sometimes yeah. a, a number just hits me, just hits me, you know, and. Uh, you know, like for Mass Effect three, you know, or really, uh, what's the number? What has hit you? What's the uh, number that's was, hit you for Mass Effect three? I was gonna say Mass Ma- Ma- Effect two when I, <laughs> when I, when I, Mass Effect two was one of the first games I reviewed when I moved over um, from Guides, and uh, that you know, having been familiar with that game and and knowing it, whatever, uh, you know, a nine point five just hit me. You know, it was like this game is pretty much awesome and not perfect, but yeah. but very good or whatever. Yeah. And with Amy, like the, the score actually get the more I played, it got lower. Yeah, so. Larry writes in one more Amy question before we move on with the Roper report. Larry writes into beyond at IGN.com. He says, so I get done watching the launch trailer for Amy. It looks kind of interesting, but the thing that made it more enticing were all the quotes from reputable sites praising the game. <laughs> Even one from IGN. It says, quote, Amy is eco with zombies and it's totally brilliant. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who wrote that. What, when you saw the game at E3, did you play it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And did you, did you feel like, did you felt like it felt okay? Like I feel, I want to know what part of the game you like. They showed you where it was like this game kind of pulled the wool over some people's eyes because yeah. a lot of the preview coverage was positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was fairly. I mean, it was a really small snippet. We're talking like maybe five ten minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what it actually showed. Uh, there was like a room with gas, basically that would like. This is I, I went and read this preview, okay. and that's yeah, yeah. that's what he talks about. Yeah, too. Uh, she. You have to hide Amy in a closet, uh-huh. and then you have to go around to this this mm-hmm. whole area, and she's slowly getting infected more and more. So uh, I guess it was it basically broke down the mechanics of it. The whole idea of you know as long as you keep her in proximity, then you're going to be okay. Right. It'll reverse some of the stuff that's going on, and that was basically it. So <clears throat> you got a very very small slice of the actual game. But it was enough to sort of see, oh, okay, this is an interesting concept as long as the, the level design holds up, that kind of stuff. But I didn't think it was innately, like, the controls didn't drive me nuts, but then it wasn't a super high action kind of thing. It was more, definitely more of a survival horror style peek into it. Right. I don't know if it gets more actiony or what, but... It does. I mean, it just gets it just gets convoluted, I okay. think, and, re- and, and, and supremely repetitive. Um, oh, but, yeah. but I also warn people about two things. I've no- I noticed a few people saying that in the comments of my review, and there are a lot of comments in the review because uh, I guess people are gravitating towards a bad review. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because know, it's, it's just low, a downloadable game. The lower game. the score and the more, you know, kind of, I guess, inflammatory the text. Yeah, and, 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 you know, so, so a, lot, a lot of people were supportive, but some people were saying, like, first, we're bringing that up, you know, 
First of all, I, I didn't preview the game, and uh, Wait, I mean you're not even letting Larry finish. You're oh, I, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let's let, 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 this Larry, is what happens. Let, Larry, Larry continues. Luckily, yeah. I decided to download the demo before purchasing the game. I finished reading and watching Colin's review of the game, and was wondering if the quote actually came from IGN. If so, what's the deal? Did someone at IGN actually give that quote, or was it fabricated to sell the game? Larry, in fact, the, the quote is completely real. Mm-hmm. It's from a Mike Thompson preview from an event very similar to what Sam did, yeah. and I think it all comes down to the fact of first off, dip, anytime you preview game hard to get a grasp especially if they're showing you five minutes yes, of exactly, it exactly hard to get a grasp on it so obviously maybe mike got led astray didn't know everything you know you don't you don't it's one of those things you're just seeing one tree you're not seeing the forest you don't know exactly what's happening it happens all the time i think we did a great feat or jack and brian did a great feature at the end of 2012 or 11 saying uh the worst games of the year and if you read it it's awesome because what they do is take a quote from a preview that's like this game's actually shaping up blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and then it's the review score and like they did it for me with Spider-Man uh, Edge of Time. Edge of Time, yeah. My for, my first line in my preview of it is after 30 minutes with the game, it's clear Beanox knows what it's doing, <laughs> and then it's a quote from the review that's like a four or five, and it's like Beanox doesn't know what the hell is happening, and it's just like you don't know based on your. That's the whole point of like why a review matters more than a preview is that yes. you're playing 30 minutes of a game and that's it, and yeah. you're you're seeing five minutes of a game and that's it, yeah, yeah. and we're trying to tell you why we liked it or didn't like it, and it's hard to balance yeah. that. And I also think you know like that's the one thing is that the, the, the developer is showing you what they or the publisher is showing you what exactly. they want you to see, and I think. It's it's worth noting that I think it's only fair to give people the benefit of the doubt when, yes, when you know companies the benefit of the doubt when you're seeing an incomplete game, a game that's in the works, whatever. I think it would be uh, totally improper for us to render uh, harsh, you know, super hard unless the game's totally flagrantly yeah. broken or something. You got to give it the benefit of the doubt. I think in a preview, the review is when we tell you if the you know when when you're going to have it in your hands. That's when we really know because then we'll have it in our hands. I completely agree. Yeah, you have to you know because you're seeing such a small little slice of the game because it's completely set up by the you know the developer for to incorporate whatever concepts they want to have. It's going to be super polished. They we talked about this before. A lot of times, especially for E3 or big events, they branch the code off and they just sit there and they polish the crap out of this one little tiny section of a level so that it looks great and you get a decent idea of maybe what the game's going to be like. So, you know, it would be totally disingenuous to try and extrapolate from there what the whole game's going to be like. But by the same token, you have to be at least, you know, uh, you can't be too critical about it because you don't know how the whole game's going to be Yeah, exactly. It's all about fairness, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, shall we move on? I think we shall. Uh, number three. Ru- uh, this is a quick one. Ruin has a new name. The PSV, uh, the, oh, Vita, yeah. the Vita and PS3 Dungeon Crawler is now known as Warrior's Lair. Man, terrible. Awful. Terrible. What the hell? <laughs> Ruin was a great name. Yeah, I thought so too. I agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't understand the change. Why fine. you changed it? Also, played Ruin a couple times. Very cool. Uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah. I think we all are. I think having a good dungeon crawler at launch is always a good idea. And I think so, too, until you find out it has no online functionality. Yeah. Uh, number, f- <laughs> number four, <laughs> EA has revealed a crossover between Kingdoms of Amalur, Reckoning, and Mass Effect 3. If you play the demo of Reckoning, you'll unlock Reckoning-inspired items in Mass Effect 3. Do the opposite by playing the Mass Effect 3 demo, and Mass Effect-inspired items will appear in Reckoning. That's exciting, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, makes me I like I the costumes. Remember, they put all those costumes into uh, Mass Effect 2, where you could have the Dragon Age armor mm-hmm. and that stuff. That was fun. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Reckoning armor this time in Mass Effect. Uh, um, I have a final build of Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a review in progress for the game leading up to our review, and that will start tomorrow, Friday. Oh my gosh, Colin. That's so soon. I know. How many hours into it are you? Just a couple. Okay. Well, then. I don't care anymore. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I still care. I love you, Colin. Oh, by the way, Josh. I'm going to spoil something because I know not everyone listens. You know, our, our, we, inter- we interviewed we interviewed a couple guys from 38 about reckoning that'll appear yeah. on Game Scoop tomorrow. Um, but the one thing that struck me about that interview was they said that the QA tester speed their speed run, quote unquote speed run, took them 200 hours. Um, That's doing everything to, to, to do 100. Yeah, yeah. how, how fast could you 100 percent that game? 200 hours, they said. 
Dude. And that skipping dialogue and knowing what's happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's absurd. Good luck with that guide, Stephanie Lee. (laughs) God, I'm so glad I don't have to write that stuff anymore. Uh, Number... (laughs) Number five, although From Software roundly denied that it would ever want to do DLC for Dark Souls, it appears that's not true. Snap! Uh, EGM reports that a source close to the game confirmed to them that DLC is being finalized and may be revealed in the next few months. From Software trademarked quote-unquote Forest of Darkness late last year. Could that be the name of the DLC? I don't know. Could it seem? It could. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to, to entertain that You've idea. been playing it. I see you online playing the Dark yeah, Souls. Yeah, so um, I did... It sucked. I had to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, I had to do. Uh, I have uh, a mock review for for the game uh-huh. uh, a couple months before it came out, um, and then I had to do the sort of the uh, reviewer's guide. So I don't know who, who reviewed it, but uh, if you happen to get oh, the uh, Keza, 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 UK okay. review. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. You didn't um, write it in British, so she probably didn't even. No, nope. mm. no extra U's or anything. Like that, so. <laughs> what does he mean? C O L U R. What is this word? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I had to excuse myself, obviously, from from the actual editorial coverage when it finally came out, and so. I gave it to one of my guys. He played through it. He loved it. And I just didn't have enough time to sit down yeah. and play it. And I finally got enough time sort of over the break. And I uh, beat it like a couple days ago. And yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I was, I was so happy with that game. So. We're. You. We're. Uh, number six. Okay, moving on. I'm ready. We're almost halfway there. Uh, Sony has shuttered one of its first per- uh, first party developers. Little Deviance developer Big Big, also responsible for Motorstorm on PSP and the Pursuit Force games on PSP, is no more. Big Big was founded in 2001 and purchased by Sony in 2007. Sony also confirms that they are looking to restructure other European based first party assets. Ooh. That was crazy. I didn't. See, I mean, Little Deviance is the game that's packed in with the Vita. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's that's pretty big praise. You'd think that that's yeah. like what they want. Oh, cool. This is how we're going. You know, and now no. Get out. Yeah. And they're, they're a little offshoot of uh, evolution, so it's not like they have, you know, they're not like a podunk operation. They, yeah, sort of, yeah. they know the hardware, and they know what's going on. In fact, I think Little Deviance is probably one of the best sort of showcases, even though it's a bunch of little mini games. Yeah, but it's like augmented reality. I, yeah, I really like Little Deviance. Yeah, me too. I, I'm not, yeah, not ashamed to say I that. To- I totally dig it. Um, yeah, because it is what it is, you know? It's not trying to be anything more than what it is. Nope. Yeah, exactly. It's just a showcase. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sad to hear. I'm most interested to hear, you know, you have to keep in mind. Studios like Media Molecule and Guerrilla Games and uh, you know etc and so on the Cambridge and London studios or whatever all Europe in Europe so I wonder what's uh, what's going to become mm-hmm. of them I assume they'll, they'll all be fine I, I imagine they're just gonna yeah I imagine they're just gonna kind of get them working on whatever they're working on now which yeah. I assume are Vita games I, I think that probably the next one that's gonna that's gonna end up going under is probably Tarsier. Yeah, guys who end up working on Little Big Planet and stuff like that they've been sort of an offshoot they've been kind of like Big Big where they just mm-hmm. sort of you know do small parts of projects or the other little thing. But, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Interesting. I could go for some more little Big Planet uh, Vita coverage. I haven't played a yeah. new build of that in a while. Yeah. Uh, it's it's looking neat. I think they're still building a lot of the create stuff. Well, they better be. Yeah. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> do your job! <laughs> Number seven, Sony's Kaz Harai, speaking at a CES, CES roundtable, said that the PlayStation 4 won't be at E3 this year. Uh, countering rumors to the contrary. Uh, qu- he says, quote, Andy House is absolutely right. And Andy House, of course, is the CEO of Sony Europe. Or president of Sony Europe. Andy House is absolutely right in that we are not making any announcements at E3. I've always set a 10-year life cycle for PS3, and there's no reason to go away from that. End quote. All right, number one, I remember last year when David Jaffe said he wouldn't be at E3, and then when he rode out in an ice cream truck. So yeah. I don't believe it for a second. And thirdly... Third, you're just skipping this second. Second one didn't matter. Thirdly, thank you for getting that. And thirdly, uh, like it, it, the, every system has a 10 year life cycle. The PS3 came out in the middle of the PS2's life cycle. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that announcing. Well, Colin actually believes otherwise. It doesn't mean announcing the PS4 kills the PS3's life cycle. But Colin, I, I disagree. Actually, yeah. yeah. Because you think everybody will hold off. Even if they come out and there's like, hey guys, just so you know, we are working on PS3. Here's a teaser reel of some amazing graphics that can happen with it. PS4. You, you think mean. that stops. Yeah, sorry. PS4. Okay. You think that stops. And they're like, it's not out till 2014, spring of, maybe, possibly. 
You think that kills PS3 sales? I just think it's a bad idea when they have a, a struggling handheld and a struggling console. At least, you know, per, you know, the know, perception per, is per, PS3 yeah, yeah. and is struggling. It really isn't. Um, I just think it's too soon. You know, I yeah. don't think they need to rush anything. There's still great yeah. things coming out for PS3. I think it's a bad idea to split your focus into a third direction, you know, where, where everyone's like, whoa. PS4 is coming out now. Yeah, yeah. And what are we going to talk about PS4? It's like, no, let's talk about these PS3 games. Let's talk about The Last Guardian. Let's talk about The Last of Us. Let's, let's talk about talk all The Last Guardian. All right, let's not talk about it. Um, <laughs> number eight, DC Universe has been given a free update called, quote, unquote, research and development. Yeah. Uh, that lets players craft their own items. Yep. Excited? Uh, I jumped in. I, I still play DC Universe. Everybody knows that. I jumped back in the other day when this went live. As soon as I got it, I jumped in there. I have no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I, I got the. I went to the exobite thing. I broke down some armor. I got more exobites, but I they're not the right color or something, and they don't show up as the thing that I need to add. I it requires as most MMOs. I need a wiki. I need to go look yeah. at somebody who's done this officially and go from there. Okay. Before we move on, I got a couple DC Universe questions. You ready please, for them? Yeah, please. Uh, Carl writes in. Carl says, "What's up, Beyond the Cons?" My question is for Greg. I understand you started playing dc universe online again i never really stopped carl well, sure uh would you possibly run an alert or duo with me i'm the the entire time i've played i only ran into you in the watchtower once and you invited me to an alert but i had already queued up for one i would love to remedy that error of course carl no problem let's do something this weekend hit me up at beyond at ign.com uh message carl dc universe online there you go man and then one more this comes from brian in old school beyond fan so it's fitting that he's here uh brian says i started playing dc universe online last week and have been completely addicted i cannot pry myself away from the television i was wondering if the ign league is still up and running one of the things that could make the game better would be playing with greg and other ign fans my main is a hero on the pve server flint spark all right flint spark that's easy join up with me and carl we'll run in a four-person alert we'll have some great uh times so you can you can email beyond at ign.com now now you might ask how how do i know this guy's an old school fan Mm -hmm. he didn't say anything he says also jeff pees his pants okay there we go that is old uh But that's enough MMO talk. Enough of that, JR Garbage. Uh, Number nine, Skyrim is finally getting a patch that will purportedly fix the game's lag issues. Patch 1.4 will come out later this month, and we'll see if it actually works. Yeah, that's the best part. Uh, Number ten, Sony has revealed that Netflix is being prepped for PlayStation Vita and should be ready if all goes according to plan on day one when it comes out in the West. That's exciting. Very exciting. I mean, like, that's a lot of people were being a little whiny bitches in the article saying, well, not not everybody, but you know what I mean, uh, that, you know, I already have it on every other device, of course, yada, yada, yada. It's like, whatever. Sometimes I, like, I watch iPad stuff in my bed sometimes. Sometimes I don't want to hold that. I'd rather just watch it on my thing, my little Vita there with the sexy little OLED screen. What's the problem with Ubiquity? It's I know, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just about everything has a browser on it. And I know it probably doesn't matter, but if it ran, if the 3G for some reason was better with the Vita which it doesn't probably technically can't isn't any different than my iPhone no, but yeah. my iPhone chugs when I try to watch anything on the Netflix I'd like to see that change you gotta pause it and yeah. let it, let uh, it buffer yeah. but let even it buffer. then it doesn't buffer exactly. out like a normal thing like Bu- a YouTube video like a motherfucker buffer. bro well, that's it's got true. a buffer I could yeah okay it's got a buffer. You talk, we talked about this one time when I was trying to watch Jericho. I remember I was like, if I if I started it while I brushed my teeth mm-hmm. and paused it, could I then jump in the train and have it all set to go? No, because I, I, no, I, no, it doesn't yeah. work like that. I don't know why. That's garbage. I can do that with a YouTube video. I don't know anything about technology. It's, you know why? It's so they don't use too much bandwidth. So you mm-hmm. don't sit there and pause it and then go do something else. And the whole time it's pulling it all down. So they're just waiting. They basically just buffer a little a small chunk of it. But it also lets you jump around a lot too, which mm-hmm. helps. Jerk move. Jerk move Netflix. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, number 11 at CES, Sony revealed PlayStation Vita sales figures through January 5th. Vita has surpassed 500,000 sold, uh, marking uh, about 25,000 units sold a day. Mm. Not bad. Nope. Not good. Uh, number yeah. 12. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible. No, it's, it's, not, it's not terrible. Right in line with the PSP right now. So. Sure, but I, I, I think their, their launch figures of shipped numbers assumed that they were going to sell more. Probably. Um, I think it's probably a very good estimate. And I think that 3DS... Uh, 
outselling it badly is not making you look any better. It sucks uh, though, because that's 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 well, I, I don't want to drag. I I don't think that's a fair comparison. Why not? Well, because because uh, the 3ds has had a, a major price drop. It's you know it was going through the holiday season where obviously it should have sold really games. well and it had awesome games and, and then they got That's Monster a, Hunter over there too yeah exactly yeah. exactly so that makes absolute sense to me it's you know I, I I completely understand that I don't quite understand the the lack of sales but I think the the PSP is actually cannibalizing a lot of those if you look at the charts and stuff mm-hmm. PSP is actually outselling Vita which is crazy yeah I didn't realize that Order of Apocalypse in particular is out on PSP uh, and yeah. actually in Japan and actually which is also a Vita game and actually is selling pretty well. Um, and I agree with you to an extent. I think the big thing is the games, and I think Nintendo actually had a brilliant move. They're, they they released two Mario games and yeah. Monster Hunter right when the Vita was launching, which is uh, brilliant. Yep. Uh, number 12, AT&T has revealed PlayStation Vita's 3G pricing plans for North America. And they're Bo- exactly what we all expect. Yeah. Both plans are month-to-month and thus don't require a contract. For 250 megabytes of data, you can pay fourteen ninety nine a month. For $25 a month, you will get two gigabytes. You don't like these same Dude, movies? No, these I'm, told, your I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled, man. I'm, I'm a sprint person, so I never have to. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Caps or throttling or any of that BS. And, uh, and so just the concept, it it hurts my brain. Yeah. You know, you hear about like folks that are in uh, in countries like Australia or some parts of Europe and stuff where they have, you know, for their home service, it's like that. It's capped. They have yeah. a limit. But it, it, that just doesn't make any sense to me when you have, uh, if you're going to sell a device that, that is, you know, that has a, a mobile radio in it, it should just, you should just be able to use it. You're not going to be pulling down gigantic things. Well, that's not true. Some of the stuff's like three gigs. So, but but I can know. I can I have they confirmed or denied yet that I can use the three G download games like full games? I don't. Think I'm so. so confused. And this uh, is the whole thing we're talking about yeah, with what the hell is, is going really on. Important. What are the hard facts on the? Yeah. Oh, you'll find out a week before it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> like no, you'll, you'll find out when you guys actually end up doing the research. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. That's that's the worst part of it. No, I, I think right now uh, it's said that you can't do anything on the store. Uh, it's similar to what I think they have on, on iOS stuff where you can't... Like there's um, a limit? Like I can yeah. download like minis or whatever, yeah, but I can't exactly. download I think the it's how they're going to set it up. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, being able to... You wouldn't even be able to do it. If you wanted to get Uncharted, for instance, that's yeah. I think it's over three Wi-Fi. gigs. You wouldn't, yeah. even be able to, you wouldn't even be able to do it with the entire cat that you had. You'd pay your 25 bucks or whatever, and you'd get about three quarters of the way through. And you'd be like, <laughs> sorry. I mean, also, I, also, it'd be at 3G speeds, which is... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm excited for... I, I still want to use... I want it for near. I want 3G for near. Yeah. And I know yeah, how and nerdy that sounds, but I really want to get go places and get packages and see other people and... Well, if you have all the stuff Challenge like the Mod Nation Racers yeah, that's, time. A, that's a perfect no, 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 no. How, what about the creation stuff that you do in Mod Nation Racers? You yeah. can leave that. You can make something like a, like a special Beyond character, and you can leave it somewhere in the city mm-hmm. as a gift for somebody else. I yeah. think that's awesome. It's true, but that does require three G. I think unless they can use triangulation. With, well, if you were use, it would require you could Wi-Fi. do Wi Fi if you hooked up the Wi Fi outside. If you were outside yeah, of IG and Office, and yeah. I dropped something, yeah. and you knew our Wi Fi password. You can, I guess Colin you can do it like a Starbucks or something zero. like that. But <laughs> is that what the password is? Maybe I don't know. Try it. I think what we can do, we can agree on is that it requires a, a, a great deal of technology. Yeah. Well, this. the PS, the PlayStation Vita is full of technology, just yeah. like the Tony Hawk ride board. It's also full of. <laughs> it's also full of. What is it? Seventeen years of failure. Seventeen. 17 well, I got it right here. Seventeen years of our mistakes. Oh, sorry, 17, <laughs> 17, Seventeen years of mistakes in one device. Yeah. <laughs> Ray accidentally walked into that a few weeks ago on Podcast Beyond. Oh man. <laughs> That's, That's a good amazing. one. I had that picture on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. It got, it, it got like hundreds of likes. Uh, number 13, a new DLC loaded version of Gran Turismo 5 is coming. Called Gran Turismo 5 XL, XL Edition. The game will include all DLC content update and updates through Spec 2.0 in addition to the original game, which is kind of cool. If you can get all that stuff without having to re, like, reinstall, well, you're going to have to reinstall, but... If you can get it all without having to re-download and install, that's uh-huh. awesome. Because there's actually a decent amount. They, they did a lot with their patches. 
So, Cars. Mm-hmm. Being the only person who probably Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding up the torch. For, That's my for Roper somewhere pounding a desk at Zipper. Yeah. And then we're more excited about this. Uh, speaking Sons of Zipper, of Unit 13, the new Vita third person shooter from SOCOM developer Zipper Interactive, Ooh. home of alumni Beyond Chris Roper yeah. and Jeremy Dunham. That's right. Has, Founding fathers of podcasts. Has a release date. Uh, look for it on March 6th of 2012. I'm so excited for that game. Have you played th- Unit 13? I saw a little bit. I didn't get to play it. Right. The little, uh, I mean, it's little SOCOM levels. Run around, shoot it? people, and how fast can you do it, and how do you do it, and then upload the score and see if I beat you and stuff oh. like that. That's, that's oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Similar to Mod Nation Racer. But you'll find out in a week that you'll have to play it with the Vita upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you have to use the back touch and just play it by sound yeah, yeah, yeah. or visuals or anything. Uh, and finally, uh, Sony Europe CEO spoke to MCV about the Vita's launch in Japan, noting the following. Uh, he, this is a long quote, but I think it's an important quote. Okay. He says, quote, one of the things we have learned over a long period of time is that it is that whether it is PS1, PS2, PSP, or PS3, it is dangerous to the point of impossible to take any experience from the Japanese market and try to extrapolate it mm-hmm. and propose upon what will happen in Europe and North America. It is just way too early to make any conclusions. The markets are now just so different. I actually think that they are diverging to a greater extent than they were different in the past, if that's even possible, end quote. So a, I think it's a very wise, uh, very astute observation. I yeah. think he's right. And that's from Andy House, of course. Yeah, of course. Because it's good old Andy. Yep. He's a smart guy. I, I, it is weird that, that every PlayStation system seems to do that whole two-year thing. Kind of puts along, la, la, yeah, la, yeah. there's no games, la, la, and then right about at the two-year mark, boom, suddenly there's a shit ton of games. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That's why I don't care about yeah. sales. As long as it stays around. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's it, I mean Vita's got a really impressive launch lineup. That's yeah. the thing. You know? I mean, if you want to sleep it. on it, fine. I'll, I'll be playing Luminous and Mod Nation and Uncharted and, and Escape Plan. Plan. English escape, escape Plan, plan. <laughs> that is the one right there. That's, that's, I, think, that's I, think agree. I agree with you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the one I'm most excited about. Well, we just listed a bunch of games that aren't art. Art, art, art. Art, art. <laughs> we just listed aren't. a bunch of games that aren't art. Aren't. Colin, if I wanted games that were out and I went into my mom and pop shop, yeah. where would I go to find out what is actually there? You go to the official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all your platforms by the IGN editors. Uh, nothing retail for PS3, PS2, wow. or PSP this week. Wow. That's, That's incredible. incredible. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. That's uh, according to the drop on blog.us.playstation.com. Calm before the storm. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on PSN, uh, Sports Champions, which is awesome, and Toy Story 3, both retail games are now available digitally, uh, as well as Crazy Machines Elements. You've been playing that. Yeah, I played a little bit of it yesterday. I'll have, I'll have a review early next week. I won't get to it today or tomorrow. And Shoplifter HD, which uh, Mitch gave eight. an eight. Yeah. Get to the Java. Get to the Java. <laughs> My early, I mean, the early take on the uh, crazy machines is not a great concept. Like I like the idea of puzzles and stuff. A little too pricey. Ten bucks for what I'm getting. It's it's an i it's an iOS game that's kind of come over here and gotten a, a bit more expanded. But I don't know. If, I don't know for that price if I really enjoy it. Okay, fair enough. Um, also, but I mean, I enjoy it. Also worth noting, uh, arf, arf. <laughs> Final Fantasy Origins came out for PS1 Classics. If you want to play Final Fantasy 1 and 2. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> that covers the PSN downloads, oh. too. Yes. So that's I, have what, a, I have a question for you. Sure. Since this is sort of related to uh, uh, the whole sports champions thing. Okay. You're obviously, you're a big fan of it. Did you play Deadman's Quest? Yeah, yeah I reviewed it. it. Yeah, what'd you think? I loved it. Okay, good. I think it's the I'm best move game. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, okay, go on. we're on the same uh, page. And it sucks because it actually has the online stuff that people are asking for mm-hmm. with Sports Champions. You can do all the, you know, the gladiator combat. You can do all that stuff and, you know, nobody's playing it. No, no, no one is playing. I played it online with the devs before the game came out. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, um, I think it's a, I just, I think it would have been an amazing game if you could move around with the navigation controller. You know, it's weird. I, I didn't mind the whole on rails thing. I did think it was a little bit on the long side. 
It was. It was. A re- you know, if it was maybe half the thing, then people would complain it was too short. But yeah. I, I'm, I'd rather something is too short than than way too drawn out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the game anyway. was long. It took me a long time. My arms curious. were my arms were killing me. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, but you really work up as well playing the game. But the one thing that frustrated me about the on rails thing was just the. Uh, you know, I was trying to get the treasures and the hidden collectibles, yeah. and the game just moves you along. It, yes, exactly. And you kind of have to replay the levels and have to know where they are and be ready to go. Beep, 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 you know. So that was a little annoying. But yeah, the guys at Zindigi are are, uh, are very good. They made yeah. the game in a year, so that's yeah. pretty impressive. Although that's it uses the impressive. same you know fundamental mechanics as sports champions. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to. No, 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 <laughs> totally okay. Chill off the rails. <laughs> like I said, it's episode two, 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 but we're we're living it up like it's one, two, two. So it's time for an old segment, topic of the week. Uh, we, we we always have top of the week, but rarely is it any more sandwiched where it usually is. Usually just floats around. But today, S- sandwiched, sandwiched. Is that wrong? Sam- sandwiched. sandwiched. I got it. Uh, uh, <laughs> click it off right here, folks. That's as clever as we're getting today. Uh, this topic of the week is one that we do annually here on Podcast Beyond. It's called predictions, where we predict what's going to happen in the last year. But we also See how we fared with last year's predictions. This year, Mitchell, our good frog, fr- our good frog, our good frog, Mitchell. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I've been, I've been reading the script for this thing of shooting right after a podcast beyond forever. I'm totally, I'm totally in that mode of saying frog? up at noon and doing all these things with Brian Eltano. So look for that soon. Uh, but anyways, M Dog. 2438. He wrote in to let us know how we did last year's predictions. Sam was here for it, so we got a whole thing. Ryan wasn't, but Ryan has written down predictions so we, he can be part of the 2012 predictions. So, M Dog, mark this episode 222 as the new predictions. Let's find out how we did last time. Hey guys, M Dog 2438 here. Recently, I went back to Podcast Beyond episode 169 where you guys made your 2011 predictions and tallied them up. Below, you can find how each of your predictions did and the points you received. Greg. Uh, said Mass Effect 3 will beat Uncharted 3 for game of the year. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got no points on that one, believe it or not, with Mass Effect 3 getting delayed till this year. Greg also said PSP2 will be announced at GDC. The PS2, uh, M-Dog says the PSP2 was announced at a special conference at the end of January. No points. Greg said Last Guardian will not be released in 2011. The game is not out yet, so a one point is awarded. So I get one point. There you go. Golf clap. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ryan says that Last Guardian would be officially dated at TGS. That did not happen. No points awarded. Uh, the D- DMC Devil May Cry reboot will be playable at E3. M-Dog says, I do not believe it was playable. No points awarded. And then Ryan said, Infamous 2 will score a 9.5 on IGN.com. M-Dog says, close, Ryan. But Infamous 2 received a 9. Ryan gets zero points. Oh. Ooh, I'm in damn. Damn. I like how this one's working. Sam Bishop. No oh, man. Sam Bishop predicted that the PSP2 will have a glasses-free 3D screen. <laughs> M-Dog says the Vita does not have a 3D screen. No points awarded. Uh, Sam says the PlayStation brand will be available on some Android devices with trophies and such. Uh, M-Dog says PlayStation Classics can be played on some Android devices, but not with trophies. He warns you a 0.5. Point five. Point. That's fine by me. Yeah. Sam Bishop says there will be another PS3 redesign in 2011. M Dog says that did not happen. <laughs> Sam ends with point five, leaving yes. me in the lead. It's now a horse race. Me okay. or Colin Moriarty? Who will win? I wonder. I wonder too. Colin says we will not hear about the PS4 at all. M Dog says there is no official talk about the upcoming platform, so one point is awarded. Uh, then he says uh, we okay. Colin says we will get a new Onimusha game in 2011. <laughs> We did not get a new one, so no points are awarded. Here we go. This is make or break, Colin. Okay. Either a tie or you pull ahead. Colin said the PSP2 will be announced at E3, given an October release date, and priced at $299. 
M-Dog says it was not announced at E3 or released in October, but one model was $2.99. You get .25. Colin is the winner with 1.25. Thank you. Thank you. I win. You, that's a cheat. Win. You were a cheating bastard, though. Why? Because I made seven what, predictions. One prediction has three <laughs> parts. That you know, that's how you got to win. You got to play it as a numbers game in 20. all of mine now. Doing our 2012. Yeah, we got to sit here right, and no, no. freaking... <laughs> Kevin right, well, Butler will do an ad for this game, and it will also have move, and it will also have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do. I'll be. I'll play Warfare this time. All right, fine. So now here we are. In the oh, man. year two thousand and twelve. In the year two thousand. All right, I've cracked. I've cracked <laughs> I love, the seal. I love that skit. Yeah, I've, set, I've cracked the seal on Ryan's sacred parchment. Oh dear. So see oh, what he has. Right. As usual, you know the rules, gentlemen. We will go one by one around the table. Is that? Is it- Human flesh? That's really weird, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan just shit know. on the paper to seal. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Anyways. We're doing we're doing five predictions, right? Yes, five uh, predictions this oh year. To try to, so we can try to get, so every year somebody wins by. Oh, I had a score of 0.5, or I had one point two five. It's a no. We're gonna get some real numbers okay. up on the board here. Okay. Okay. So one one by one, we go around the table. Uh, it'll go me, then Ryan, then Sam, then Colin. I will read for Ryan. Okay. All right. Greg's first prediction. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick before you start. Yeah. Should it not? Is that the order of who lost the most to who won the last? No, time? it isn't. Okay. So you want? Do you want? You want to do that? I just crumpled it up. So no, no. Ryan right, had be, zero. Yeah. So you had point five. Me, yeah. Then I. Then, then it'd be minute you. I think we should do it that. All right. Fine. Right. Because, that because in case there are any redundancies, then the person that didn't oh, do well okay. the last time right. will actually have the head up on the person who did better. So it was yeah, Ryan. It's like it's like the NFL Sam. schedule. Greg Colin. All right, there we go. I stepped away from the mic to do You don't that. understand? You understand? I like it. Fine, sure, okay. whatever. <laughs> so then, being the biggest freaking loser, Ryan Clement's number one prediction, Final Fantasy XIII-2 earns a 9.0 or higher on Metacritic or other aggregate sites. Metacritic. We're just going to say Metacritic. That way, that way we simplify this. And no way. You don't think so? Th- I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, I loved 13. Being a crazy person, and even I knew it was never going to get <laughs> anywhere close. Thirteen two supposed to be better, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay, so right. you're up. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm get a couple here. I actually wrote down a couple extra. So. Oh, look at you. Um, eh, well, you wanted a big old like, pot like, to like pull stew from. Uh, like you said, this is exactly like last year. So I just made them up on the spot, pretty much. Um, I'm going to go with um, that. There's going to be a another game in the whole Souls series. So Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Huh? It'll be on PS3, maybe 360, but also Vita, and it'll be cross-platform play. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. I like the sound of that one. Oh yeah. All right. I'm. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was the third loser. And uh, I predict now, and I should want to preface some of these picks with I don't know how Colin did his, I don't know how Sam did his either. We're all privy to information yeah. that we shouldn't yeah, I, know. Yeah, I, 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 none of my anything I predict here is not based on is based on complete speculation. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't do any. If, if it's on here, cheating. I don't know a direct answer. Yeah, there are I pl- agree. There I are agree. plenty of unannounced games I know plenty about, but yeah, I'm not going to exactly. make a prediction about yeah, exactly. Kirby's okay. Dream World coming to PS3. <laughs> <laughs> Number one prediction from Greg Miller: The Last of Us does not come out this year. Okay. 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 Right. You can live with that one? You yeah. can live with that one? Yeah. Right. Winner. Winner chicken dinner. Colin Moriarty. What's that? <clears throat> PlayStation 4 will not be discussed by anyone at Sony the entire year. In terms of, you know, they might say, we're not we're talking about PlayStation 4 or something, but there will, no be speci- there will be no specific information at any trade show or in any interview about PlayStation 4 okay. for the entire year. How? Okay. So any specific information. So you're talking about, like, you, like the Naughty Dog saying they're terrified by PlayStation Four this year wouldn't have counted. No, I don't think you're so. T- you're talking like like some some spec. Kaz some... is never going to say, "Yeah, we're working on PlayStation Four and it's got this process." Yeah, yeah, okay, so, yeah. Right, 
something like that. Interesting, interesting. All right, Ryan Clements is up to bat. This is Ryan Clements speaking. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> Namco Bandai's Tale of Exilia, X-I-L-L-I-A, announced for U.S. launch and released in the first half of the year. So yeah. Tales of Exilia is coming to the U.S. and coming out in the first half of the year from Namco Bandai. This is Ryan Clements. Okay. All right. Wait, isn't Tales of Graces not even out yet, though? No, it's, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Exilia <laughs> <laughs> was something that was announced last year. Okay. So, Tales okay. of Fantasia. Um, all right. Well, let's see. Okay, okay, here we go. So, I will go with this. Since we were talking about the whole Vita launch situation uh-huh. and how it may not be good, I think that the situation, if not in Japan, then in the entire world, will mirror exactly what it was with the 3DS, where it started out kind of slow, dropped off a little bit, and then just had a huge spike in holidays. I think okay. that's exactly okay. what's going to happen. All right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 It's kind of bad. All right. I'm up to bat. Okay. Number two, and I'm sequestered because I won't review this game. Resistance Burning Skies scores an 8.0 or lower in the IGN review. How's that <laughs> would make you feel? So. How's that would make you feel, Moriarty? Well, I won't be reviewing it either, probably. So. I, I know, but I was just you. Were, you looked. You, you went dead quiet and looked at me. You stared me down. Gave me the ice stare. Is it my turn? Yeah. The Last Guardian. Hmm? will not be released anywhere <laughs> in the year 2012 <laughs> in any territory. Not no way, not no how. <laughs> Shay. Ryan Clements, up to bat. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan predicts The Last of Us playable at E3. Okay. Okay. I, I believe that one. Yeah, that that a, seems like an that easy seems, point. Yeah. A slam dunk, as M-Dog 288345 would say. I don't really know the combination no, no. of his numbers. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with um, the PS3 getting price drop at E3. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Okay. I'm going 150. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, that's a, or, or, or a bundle with all the move stuff for 200. Okay. I'm feeling it. All right. Yeah, cool. so 149 is the base price now for the, well, it'll be, I don't know, probably 160 gig. Yeah. And then, or you can get it for 50 bucks, you can have all the move stuff included. Nice, nice. Okay, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> Um, I'm up to bat again. Bioshock Infinite doesn't support move in the main story. They might tack oh, on some mini okay. games on the disc, but like in the main story, you're never going to be using it as the hook or whatever. It's just sliding around. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Ballsy prediction. See, I, I almost went. But doesn't support move. Period. Because they came. Remember, they came out at E3 this year. And like, Whoa, or last year, and like, yeah, look, we're toying around with this thing too. And every interview, like, so what do you do with movies? Like, I don't know. We're just screwing around with it. <laughs> and so, like, that was my thing. I'm like, I was ready to write it off, but I totally could see like Sly Cooper. Just here's some mini games. There's some mini games that use move, and then right. go ahead and fool around with it. Go play around with this trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Yes. Sucker Punch's next game will be revealed in 2012. It will be on PlayStation Vita. Great. All right. Thanks again for doing all these freaking... Well, they did announce it, but it wasn't on Vita, so Colin gets point five. <laughs> what? Um, end dog Sa- 2712. Sam's, Sam's PS3 one was that it would get a price Sam, drop... Sam, Sam, Sam! gets to do what he wants! <laughs> Sam, Sam said it would get a price drop, and uh, he named a price, and then said there would be a move-enabled version of it. That's three points. No, he can only... No, you no, know, no. It's one point for the... No, I'm no, saying no. three point of three parts. Okay, no, yeah, no, yeah, I know. No, we're, no. Just, we're all joking. We're all friends I'm, here. I said there's only three parts of that. that, that, that there's the price drop. for 150. Yeah, that's yeah. part of one yeah. or the bundle for, for okay. 200 bucks okay. but if there's a price drop and it doesn't count if, it's, if there's a price drop and it's like 200 bucks or whatever which is probably more likely All right. then I, I get no points okay that has to have them included <laughs> Ryan Clements is back up to bat <laughs> sorry guys uh, Ryan of course here takes a jab at us in our wolf pack Colin he says Diablo 3 <laughs> that's your la- wolf pack Diablo 3 launches in March 
No official press release announcing console version ever shows up. Sorry, had to put this in there. Now, he says that, I'm assuming, the no press release for all of 2012. He says that because he spent all that money on a PC, and now he can just play it on his PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. He, if, for listeners you don't know, Diablo 3, the, the rumors heated up again this week that there's the console version, and that there's a Diablo console version coming, at which point me, Colin, and Charles founded the Wolf Pack that is against Diablo <laughs> PC <up>. games. <laughs> Colin hates this joke, but I love it so much. <laughs> all right, all right. Sammy. All righty. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Call of Duty Vita. Yes. Will be playable at E3, mm-hmm. and it will not be a port. It will be a completely new game. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I think that's true. I think that's true, too, as well. I'm up to bat. Number four for Greg Miller. <clears throat> the PlayStation 3 Game of the Year in 2012 will be multi-platform. It will not be a Sony exclusive that wins PlayStation 3 Game of the Year. Interesting you say that. Yeah. Because The Last of Us will come out in North America by the end of this year. Oh, now we got conflicting. This is awesome. See, that, now, yeah, now, we're, now, we're, now we're head to head. This See, that, that's stuff. the big thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Collins, or I'm sorry, Ryan's final prediction, but then he has a bonus one that's just a joke, but I'll read it off. His last real prediction, number five, wishful thinking, Dissidia Final Fantasy Vita announced to TGS, he says. Putting his hopes on that one, he says. Okay. And then his bonus one, Pachise Pizza names a specialty pizza after Greg Miller called the Greg Miller. <laughs> <laughs> that one that would probably be a more safe bet than Dissidia. <laughs> oh, I can't do that one. That one doesn't work. This is a prediction about next year, not the year after. <laughs> <laughs> I predict this year. All right, well, next year. It's a good one that is made up of a total BS third uh, extra one. Uh, okay, so this is just another basic uh, Vita thing, but there will be another Monster Hunter. It won't be a port. It won't be like 3D or anything. Yeah. It'll be a completely new one for Vita, and it'll be out before the end of the year. Mm, in Japan. Interesting. <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that supports your sales theory as well. Yes. I think it's going to be a big component. Now you see all the predictions they thread together in my head. All right. My uh, fifth. Although I think if, if there is no Monster Hunter by the end of the year in Japan, then my other prediction will not be true no. at all. Yeah, probably so, not. There's no killer app relief for that no. kind of stuff. No, escape plan. Yeah, yeah. escape plan. Number five on Greg Miller's predictions for 2012. And remember, these don't have to necessarily be video game related. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, great. Obama is reelected. <laughs> Not a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> My last prediction is, is video game related. The PlayStation Vita will get a price drop within six months of its launch in North America. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. All right, good. <laughs> the end. Uh, that was a good toe, toe, toe. Before we move on, though, our good Twice. friend Yair from Israel writes in. He says, or Yair, I can never do it right. It's Yair. Uh, why doesn't he spell it? He, uh, how many times did he write in the show and realize that I immediately forget how to say it when somebody corrects me? Just write in phonetically. Everything needs to be written phonetically if you got a name that Greg Miller is too dumb and Midwestern to understand. Books you read are like millions of pages long because everything has to be phonetically written out there. <laughs> <laughs> he writes in and says, every year. We have a big list of awesome games, and eventually some of them get delayed to next year. It happened with Mass Effect 3, Twisted Metal, and it's bound to happen again. What games do you think will get postponed to 2013? Even though it wasn't officially announced for 2012, I believe either Tomb Raider or the new Hitman will be pushed to 2013. Love you guys. Yeah, you're interesting. What do you got? What do you got? I think, like, like we said, I think even though The Last Guardian uh, hasn't, no one's specifically said it's in 2012, I think that game's in severe development hell, and I would be really surprised. I'm, I'm actually getting to the point where I'd be surprised if that game comes out, nonetheless comes out this year, because there just seems to be something so inherently wrong at that studio, as we, as we talked about, that the producer and the director both left. So yeah. I think that you can, you can place a safe bet that The Last Guardian's not coming out this year. 
Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I already, I mean, one of my, and I guess, it's, see, we're both getting kind of weird. I mean, like I say Last of Us doesn't come out this year. I don't think it's delayed. They've never given a date. Yeah, no, no. So that, that doesn't really count. <sighs> I could see, I, I mean, I know very little about Hitman, but that that wouldn't surprise me. Tomb Raider, I, I mean, I pray Tomb Raider comes out this year. That I'm E3 demo is so awesome. Yes, it that, was. It was so rad. Yes, I was. totally want to play that game. Yeah. You got anything to say? Uh, I don't think either one of them. I think both of those will end up making it. Okay. Uh, I think Tomb Raider will probably end up being like October. And I think Hitman will probably be very end of the year. Okay. But then maybe. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? What else is really. Yeah, right. It's, it's, this it's is a the... little bit too early in the year to, to kind of make a guess on that stuff. Uh, there's a lot of E3 stuff where we could go afterward and be like, no, no, no way. Yeah, exactly. No. Oh, yeah. It's coming out in November. No. What if Journey got delayed, huh? <laughs> oh, man. You know, you know what? Uh, what my I had two a- ancillary guesses by the way that I had ready in case that there was redundancies. One was that Grill is not working on a Killzone game, but the other was that that Grand Theft Auto Five would be released in 2012 and it would be on PlayStation Vita as well. Mm, but I wonder if Grand Theft Auto Five will come out this year either because there just true. seems to be so many games. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Final Fantasy XIV for PS3 was supposed to come out this year, right? And that, I don't think they're even. It's, it's like in October they're going to start like the the. the public beta i think and maybe in december i think they said that they might end up doing it but that's yeah. that's a very likely one actually ff14 is a really very likely case yeah. but they're completely rebuilding that game yeah right now, yeah so. as they should yeah. <laughs> all right let's uh, we're, we're we're getting bumping up with some time here but let's get a few reader mail questions in let's. remember to be part of the show beyond at ign.com just like our good friend lucas did lucas writes in and says hey ryan sam you you can fit in for this one though okay. you already you already confessed your love i'm sorry hey sam <laughs> have you played the demo for final fantasy xiii-2 if so did it make you more or less excited for the game it made me more excited for it Why is I, that? I know i uh, i'm a sucker for, for like qte stuff huh? it works fine as long as it's actually quick time you know, event yes uh, as long as it's not thrown into a random cutscene. So yeah. they have them during the battles. That was kind of interesting. I thought the battle system was actually the best part of F-13. Gotcha. Uh, aside from the graphics, which were pretty. Um, yeah, they're pretty. Uh, it's, got, it's got little inklings of uh, of hope for running around in the uh, villages and stuff. You can actually talk to people even if it's just, you know, little one-off comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am more hopeful for that. Colin. Yes. This is still Lucas. He did quickfire. If Ooh. Diablo 3 comes to PlayStation 3, will you platinum it? Probably not. Are you going to play it? Oh, yeah. Are you excited for it? Oh yeah! If it happens, all right. yeah, yeah, it's why you're in the wolf pack. Uh, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, Greg, out of all the characters in Twisted Metal, whose story do you find most interesting? Uh, Sweet Tooth, because it's just it's fucking ridiculous. Yep, he he, he's so he killed up. an entire family and one teenage girl got away. So now he enters a, a competition where one wish will be granted, and the wish is, can I go kill that girl? <laughs> okay, I'm on board. Dollface wants her looks back. Grim wants his dad not dead. Well, those aren't interesting. Let's no, go murder yeah. someone. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just enter a competition with the devil to kill something. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Uh, what do we got here? Okay, Lucas. Another Lucas. Two Lucases in a row. Who would have wow. thought it? Luke Eye. Yeah, Luke Eye. So, we got some Luke Eye. <laughs> one of them has to have the lid off. They have to. He says, Beyond, hey guys, just Beyond. started listening to the show and it's great. I wanted to know if Uncharted Golden Abyss has any multiplayer modes. No. They do not. No, that is a correct. Even if they did, they'd be asynchronous. They'd be asynchronous, yeah. and you would, one person would have to play on the 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> Ad hoc. A Dan writes in. Yep. Hey, Greg, Colin, Ryan, and guest of the week. That's you, Sam. Hey! I'm a single hey, dad buddy. who has very few hours of gaming to do per week. My backlog is obviously extensive, so I was wondering what games, campaigns, I should play in which order from the games I own. However, I plan to drop everything and everything and anything once Mass Effect 3 comes out. Uh, so he gives the list here. He's got Valkyria. Let's just pick the one. I'm not going to rake all this. Yeah. Valkyria, that Batman one. Arkham City, Resistance 3, Uncharted 1, StarCraft 2, 3D Game Heroes, Outlands, Rayman Origins. Valkyria. He, he, 
He said, what games campaigns should you play? So, yeah. I mean, right off the bat, I'm gonna knock, I would knock out Star or StarCraft, because I I'm just personally don't know much about it. No offense, Ryan. I know you're a big fan. Too bad. You're not here to defend it, Ryan. So, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, StarCraft, awesome, it's, 3D, it's Outlands, and Rayman Origins. For campaign. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because uh, campaign, Resistance 3, amazing story. Yeah, Resistance 3 is awesome. Uncharted 1, amazing story. Batman, amazing story. But that probably would be the next one I'd drop out. And then Valkyrie. So I say I say it's down to Valkyria, Resistance, or Uncharted. I think Valkyria is so awesome because it is it, you can take breaks, right? Yeah. It's, it's segmented. Great it's game. not like Batman, where Batman, oh, Batman's the worst because you just kind of like, well, maybe I'll yeah. find one trophy. Well, there's another thing over well, there. Why not this, keep going? This big story twist happened. I got to see what's going to happen now. Yeah. Valkyria's pretty awesome because it has a very, very easy beginning and end, and the stuff that they do with the missions in that game are going to blow you away. You think it's really simple, you think it's really basic, and they take those those really simple rules and they tweak them constantly. So you're doing these completely new kind of battles and in, in mm-hmm. different environments and stuff. God, I love that game. It's so good. I would also say Outland would be a good selection too, just because you know if he has a family and wants to get through something quick, Outland you can sit down with uh, over a weekend and beat. Yeah, sure, and it's a great game. Yeah, I mean, Uncharted short, yeah. So there you go, plenty of good stuff there. But those are our picks. Valkyrie, no trophies. That's its main. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, so, no, that's, that's a bummer. Uncharted won the hell out of that thing. I said. We had a bunch of questions. We've answered them as we've gone along here. Let's see what this guy wanted. He wanted some DLC. No. Superboy, Superman. No. Yeah, we're to stop. We're done. All right. Sweet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 222. Remember, you can subscribe to IGN and all that jazz on Twitter. Follow IGN at IGN. Follow me at Game Over Greggy. Follow Sam Bishop at Sam Bishop. Yep. Follow uh, Colin at No Taxation. Follow Ryan, who wasn't here, but he's a good guy, at Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider. Uh, and remember, you know, Podcast Beyond's awesome, but it's not what pays the bills. So go to IGN.com and read the articles we write and watch the goofy videos that Colin puts up all the time while I do all the work and just yeah. try so hard. <laughs> they I think joke. you got that the other way. The other oh, way is that how the yeah. joke went? I'm sorry. I'm bad at that. Uh, we'll discuss it in the next, next Wolfpack meeting. Okay. Uh, we'll be back for another podcast beyond next week. Uh, it's been an old school show. Mm. Like I said, we've been living like it's 122, not this 222. Mm-hmm. Thing. So for the first time, and I'm pretty sure a good hundred some odd episodes, and that can't be right because that wouldn't be one. Anyway, shut up, Greg. Uh, we're going to sing a song. We're going to sing a song oh, instead of playing a song. What is the song? I don't know. What do you want it to be? Well, usually you know, we used to put beyond in it, so it can be a normal song. It can be a rap, whatever. Okay. What do you What do you got? Remember this. This is old. We we haven't yeah. we haven't done something off the cuff in a while. Um. So it's gonna be a real song though. We're not gonna make it up. It, okay. Well, so, is that what you're saying? Sure. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, asking, I'm trying right, to verify. We'll a real song. We're, what, pick me a real we've song. We've done both. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ryan's on a vacation far away. So on a road So many things that I want to say. You know I like my beyond a little bit older. I don't want to lose beyond tonight. Yeah! I don't want to lose beyond tonight. Somewhere Shuhei Yoshida listening to this just shaking his head in disgust. Beyond! Beyond. Beyond. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing 
to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.